In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Eve is the only woman in history that can say she had a perfect husband. She, she's the only lady that can say she literally lived in the perfect home. Adam, the only man that can ever say he had the perfect wife and the perfect marriage. And because sin messed all of that up. My grandfather used to say, if you find a perfect church, don't go there. You'll mess it up. He was exactly right. May I say, you will never find a perfect family. There is no such thing. Now, we're blessed people. There's no question about that. Uh, but we are not perfect people, and we do not live in a perfect world. And frankly, sometimes I think when it comes to family, we all have unrealistic expectations. Uh, could I just give you a piece of practical advice today before we read our text? Stop comparing your family with another family. Don't look at another home and say, well, they've got it all together. Uh, my experience has been that usually when people look like they have it all together, somewhere something's coming apart at the seams. We're all broken people. We all need the Lord and it is impossible to find a perfect situation. What we have to do is we have to allow the Lord to have his rightful place in our homes. And so we come to the first family. We're in the book of Genesis, of course, and in Genesis chapter number 3, we have the record of the fall. Genesis 3 verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. By the way, that's the first question mark in the Bible. Uh, the devil always brings confusion, doesn't he? He brings skepticism, questions. The Lord is a God of certainty, confidence. He brings periods and exclamation points. But the devil brings doubt, dispersion on the goodness of God. In verse 2, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now, actually, God had never said that they couldn't touch it, uh, but this is what happens, you see, when you start reasoning with the devil and working it out in your own mind. Uh, suddenly, you start adding to and taking away from. And the Bible says in verse 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. Do you see how they had everything, but thought they were missing something? They literally had it all, every good thing, but because they thought they were missing one thing, in the end, they lost everything. That's the way Satan is. He's a liar and the father of it. He makes promises he cannot keep. Sin is a promise that cannot fulfill. It promises lasting pleasure, but it only brings momentary pleasure. It promises fulfillment, but in the end, it brings emptiness. And so here they are having 
been in a perfect garden, living a perfect life, and suddenly it's coming apart. Now stay with me for just a moment. So often we do not realize our blessings until they're gone. And the greatest blessing of all the blessings is the blesser. What made Eden, Eden? Was it the trees, the birds? No. Was it Adam and Eve? No, because after the fall, the birds and the trees and Adam and Eve were still there, but something was missing. Now, what made Eden, Eden? And the answer to that question was the God of blessing, the God who created them. There'll never be a perfect world, only a perfect God. Even if there was a perfect world, it would never be enough. And so here is this family living in the perfect situation. But here's the truth for today. Are you ready? Eden is not enough. Even the perfect marriage, even the perfect place, even perfect circumstances were not enough to keep Adam and Eve contented. See, Satan's a liar. He's a liar and the father of it. And so here's what he wants. He wants to place some seed of discontent in our minds where we think if we could just get a little better situation, if we could get a better home, if I could get a different partner, if I could fix the partner I have, if I could change this one thing, it would be better. No. No, if you could fix that one thing, uh, you'd find that you're still not fulfilled because that's not the problem. And even if you could fix that one thing, guess what? There probably would be another thing. There are three great lies that Satan tells. Let's discuss them for just a moment. The first lie is this, if we could just get better circumstances. The truth is, it wouldn't be enough. Eden is not enough. Look, only God can create a perfect world, and sin prevents that from being realized at this moment. So may I ask you, are you trying to design a perfect world? Are you trying to straighten everything and everyone out? Are you waiting on a perfect situation? I'm going to tell you what it's going to bring. It's going to bring only frustration because even Eden is not enough. Here's a second line. If I could just find somebody else or if the person I have would just do something a little differently. Wait a minute. Even the perfect man or the perfect woman will fail you. Eve let Adam down and Adam let Eve down. We all let one another down. Stop designing a perfect world and stop depending on your spouse to meet your deepest needs. I remember years ago a man saying to me, my wife's just not making me happy. She's not keeping me happy. And I said, hold up. It's not her job to keep you happy. Do we really think that one sinner can complete another sinner? That one broken person can make another broken person whole? The truth is Adam is not enough and Eve is not enough, just like Eden is not enough. Only Jesus can make us whole. Incomplete people and imperfect circumstances will never satisfy. You need Jesus. I need Jesus. The third lie is this, you're missing out. You're missing out, so try something different. Try something else and you'll be happy. That's why in the book of Proverbs we're warned against strange flesh. Strange doesn't mean it looks funny. It means it doesn't belong to you. It's different than what God chose for you. It's like a dog digging out from under the fence in the backyard to see what's on the other side or a child experimenting with something that's going to harm them but thinking it's going to bring them pleasure. We all have that sin nature in us. Dear friend, the unknown is not enough. What you're missing is not what you think it is. Stop designing a perfect world. You can't do it. 
Stop depending on your spouse to meet your deepest needs. Only God can do that. And stop desiring one more thing to make you happy. I say again, Eden is not enough. Stop listening to the lies and the whispers of Satan and recognize that the truth is we need God. If Eden is not enough and Adam is not enough and Eve is not enough and forbidden fruit is not enough, what is enough? The answer is only God can meet your deepest need. Only God can make your life complete. Only God can bring real and lasting satisfaction. Does the Lord live in your heart? And is the Lord welcome in your home? Is Christ in his rightful place in your life, in your relationships, in your day-to-day routines? Because if we're going to have the family God wants us to have, this is where we have to begin. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to where it all fell apart and start there. Let's let the Lord be the Lord of Eden. Let's let the Lord be the Lord of our relationships and all of our choices because only then will we be contented. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.